soul. Begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com. It's time for Enlightenment in the City with El Hoshotara on the News for the Soul Network. El is a spiritual coach and intuitive reader with a unique flair. Strong yet soft, compassionate with a heart, she lives the consciousness of being feminine with strength. El tells it like it is. Welcome El Hoshotara back to News for the Soul. Hi everybody, welcome to this hour of News for the Soul. I'm your host, Elmaya Hoshiantara, and you can go to our website, that's newsforthesoul.com, newsforthesoul.com, and you can find our information there. You can also call in, if you're really fast, 1-646-595-4274. Again, 1-646-595-4274. And you can call in, you can write in at newsforthesoul.com, at, or sorry, at on the air at telus.net. That's on the air at telus.net. And telus being only one L, just like me. Um, and that's it. So we have, let's see. Um, okay, well, I see we already have somebody in the lineup. So area code 519, you will be up first. Area code 519, you're on the air with Elmaya Hoshiam Tara. Hi, Al. My name's Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Canada. Oh, Canada. Nice. Where in Canada? Uh, Ontario. Ontario. Okay. And what can we do for you today, Jennifer? Um, I, I was calling in for a reading. Um, I'm thinking, I, I feel like I should be calling about, you know, my living situation, like my housing, but I'm also mm-hmm. sort of on the fence about work as well. Okay, which one do you want to start with? Uh, maybe the housing situation. Okay, and what do you want with your housing? I like. I could stay here, but I, I feel like the town that I'm in, I don't know if it's outlived its purpose or if um, it'll be better for me to, you know, do a total change this year. Definitely total change. No question about it. It's like... Half the time I've got you running for the hills, and then half the time it's like you're trying to get out and something keeps sucking you back in. Um, But it's kind of like if we were to put you in a a house with, say, um, wet, damp carpets and stuff like that, like you're obviously going to want to, like, you know, leave, go somewhere else, wait till the carpet's dry. Um, And picture you and guidance going, more so than that, like more so than you're probably not going to want to stay in a house where the carpets have been wet for an entire month, like more than that, just like really just get out, serve its purpose. You don't need to be there anymore. You don't need the energies. Um, there are definitely things that are trying to sort of like pull you back in. And if you've ever seen like, um, you know, I, I guess it would probably would have been a cartoon where the character is trying to move away and there's something that keeps pulling him back. So his feet are sliding on the pavement like he's walking, but he's actually not moving because he's got a rope around his waist. That's mm-hmm. what they're showing me in terms of you being in that space. It's just really, really not good for you. Mm, okay. That makes sense. So where did you want to go to? I was the U.S. 
but at the same time, like I'm sort of, I, something guided me to look up all places, like which would appear to be where? the opposite end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, well, what did you have in mind? Sort of, I'm interested in, I don't know if I should be retiring or, um, I don't, it's, I, I guess I don't have to make decisions, but not making decisions is a decision. Um, I definitely yeah. will have to make a decision about where I live by July, but until then, um, I don't need to make a decision, but moving across the world seems a little drastic, but I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. But you know what? Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it takes, you know, that's what it calls for. Um, you know, I mean, my, my circumstances ended up changing and things have changed so that I've grown. Um, so now Canada, I can finally, I'm like, okay, you know, I can do, I can do this and I can be here and I can be happy. And that wasn't like, I wasn't a Canadian girl until I was probably in my forties. Um, you know, so, I mean, I totally get that about moving somewhere else and just your heart resonating there. Um, so depending on where you want to go, I mean, it can actually be a soul's calling. As for you retiring, they're saying that you're not done. They definitely want you out there. They definitely want you to be offering and be in a working environment and helping that way because of the way that you have an ability to master the environment that you have around you. They're saying they want you to put that into use and they want you to be in a working situation in order to be able to do that. Um, so if we put you like west, um, you know, the west coast is warmer, but I'm not getting that as a yes for you. It's more like, no, nah, it could, you know, could kind of work, but not the greatest. Um, I don't get you as far west as Manitoba. So anything, you know, as long as you're like east of Manitoba, there are some areas where it does feel like it's going to be better for you. In terms of moving abroad, did you have any countries in mind? Um, possibly England, uh, New Zealand came up, but I'm not, like, I'm not 100% sold on any of that. Yeah. Um, England, you'll have a better time there than I think you'll be, um, I think you're going to have a a great time there, but I think the sort of the differences in, um, attitudes and self-expression will start to get to you and it doesn't look mm. like you know your happiness is going in your cheeriness and the way that you're happy and cheery it doesn't look like that's going to be um quite fitting the you know the stiff english upper lip so to speak um and yeah, sorry i forget what the other one you said was new zealand uh new zealand and actually more realistically would probably be the u.s okay um, so um, New Zealand, definitely a no-go. It's You're going to get tired of the slow pace. Like, it's just going to start to sort of, like, get to you again. Um, you know, when we're moving abroad, what we're doing is we're looking for places where we feel like, oh, wow, this is it. This is, I've come home. You know, your energies are a match for it. Some places are more masculine. Some places are more feminine. Um, let's see, pitch in the U.S., um, Yeah, unfortunately. So what we have here is, I mean, we'd really have to start going over pretty much every idea you've ever had in terms of moving. So far, it seems like moving west in Canada seems to be the best because I put you in the U.S. and it's like, it's not the most, um, and I've taken you across the whole country, right? Like I've even put you in New York, 
the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. And it, it's sort of like your mastery. You'd be able to put some of that out there. You'd be able to sort of work in the environment, but it's not going to put you – I mean, you're sounding happier on the phone right now talking to me than you would be in anywhere I can get you in the U.S. So okay. if we start looking back at Canada, um, it does seem like I, – I mean <laughs> – I hate to say this, but I'm not a geography person, so me in Canada, yeah. You know, um, but, you know, so somewhere, like, you definitely want to be, um, like, you know, out of, hold on, let's see here. I have lived in Calgary before. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's, you know, that would be, it's like you you can do that. You wouldn't, it wouldn't be, like, the worst thing in the world for you, but because it's so masculine, um, it seems like that would start to be a little bit of a drag on your energy. Um, sometimes I find when people um, do have a very feminine spirit or are meant to have the lessons through regaining through the feminine, that if they're in a masculine environment, they actually start to get drained very easily. Um, so let's see here. So it seems like the border of Ontario going west, that seems like there could be some... Um, better spots there, but you're really getting called towards, it's like, you know, you can do it, but it's like, it's not really heart fulfilling. So I'm trying to find a space here where it would be, um, your heart would really sing, like you would just get that soul fulfillment. Hold on here. Definitely not Quebec. Um Remind me what's between Manitoba and Quebec, <laughs> if there is uh, anything. Ontario. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's helpful. Um, okay. Yeah, me and my. This is sorry. This is my other hint. I've like I've got to get maps, and I hate I hate shopping for certain things. The universe is like, you need a map, darling. You need a map. What's in Jennifer in? You need a map. Oh God. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, thank you for serving okay. me. This is very helpful. Um, so yeah. So basically, <laughs> what they're doing is they're just getting you um, in spots where um, they're basically saying that you need to find what your soul's purpose is, and that's part of the problem is that you're missing that. Um, you need to figure out what's going to give you more of that connection to um, the God source. Oh, and this is why. Okay. So basically what they're saying is you need to find the connection more to the God source. And then it's less about where you are and it's Mm. more about how you are going to be having connections. So if I was to put you say on a very, very, well, let's, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to say airplane, a very, very high airplane. I don't want to start putting the spaceship stuff out there. Um, but we'll put you on a very, very high airplane. And if we do that and you're in touch with your purpose, it's it's like being on the airplane and then I can see all the, all the rays going down into the different areas. And then that's sort of like how you're supposed to have your mastery. And then it's more like you being um, parachuting in, so to speak, Um and doing the things that you need to do in different areas, letting that sing your make your heart sing, and then you're going on to the next adventure that's calling you next. And it seems to be more about your connection to source um, and the God force and what you're supposed to be doing in that regard than it is about actually interacting with um, 
looking for a home base, so to speak, because if we could get you on a plane doing that, um, we could absolutely get you happy living on a plane. Like literally you'd be happy as a clam um, living on a plane, just going from place to place. So you don't seem to need a home base as much as other Mm. people seem to need in order for their soul fulfillment. In fact, it might actually not be the best thing for you um, to think of any place that you absolutely have to settle down for and boxing yourself in that way. That is very interesting because I, I actually considered that as well. So, yeah, just having like a mailing address. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and Nicole also, um, sorry, I also got a message in here um, from somebody else who is saying that um, she's feeling over the Seattle Vancouver border or the island. Um, and Seattle Vancouver border, let's see here. But she said, yes, there, I, yeah, I know exactly a great director. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I, where she's getting. Yeah. Go ahead. No, Sorry, that, I don't that, normally bring other people in, but it's like the timing of it. Which is... Okay, yeah, Nicole no, said, that... yeah, you already said, Nicole. You can say Nicole now. Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's, she's not talking about Vancouver Island, is she? The, so, like, um, okay, so Nicole, she wants, she's laughing. Um, she wants to know if you mean the Seattle-Vancouver, or sorry, what did you just say? Oh, God, I'm sorry. You were saying, um, oh, Vancouver Island. Nicole, were you meaning Vancouver Island? Let's see here. Waiting for Nicole's reply. She's writing. So, yeah, so, I mean, the the Seattle-Vancouver border, I mean, if I'm, yeah, Vancouver, (laughs) sorry, Um, Vancouver Island, I'm assuming that's what she means here. So, basically, um, Seattle Vancouver border that seems to be sorry her um, phone is acting funny. Um, so basically, if we're looking at um, over across the Seattle Vancouver border, like sort of over there, there are places, but we're having that same thing where you definitely need the connection to source. So that is another place um, you could do that. You know, again between where you are in Manitoba, there's also some areas, and also Vancouver Island. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine just moved to Victoria, so she just loves it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, my daughter lives there, and I mean, it's amazing. It's like, you know, more of a, like a city-type kind of, you know, friendly, hippie vibe. I mean, everybody's like really, really nice, but like not looking, not dressing so much like hippies from what I've seen, but really, really nice over there. Um, Let's see here. I feel so that's so that's what Nicole's getting um I'm getting more that it would be um across the border from Vancouver towards the Seattle area or it would be mid-country so you have like a few different options there but those are basically the places where I can or she can basically get you well I can't speak for why she's saying that but um, that's basically I'm here now, by the way. I got I tired of trying to type. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nicole, congratulations. She never does this with me. So there you go. Nicole, go ahead. It's the first. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, as soon as she started talking, she was like trying to sort of douse the map in her head, and, and I just kept getting woo, way west. So I don't know if, um, if you've ever been to the island in particular, but it's a definite vibe. Victoria in itself is very specific. Um, 
to a very yeah conscious crowd, and that's where I saw first, but also um, uh, yeah, just kind of like the border area, um, Seattle up to Vancouver ish, you know. Yep. No, my friends, uh, my best friend lives in Surrey, so that's not far from the border. Yeah. And then another very good friend just moved to Victoria. Yeah. That's funny because as you speak to us now, we are both in Surrey, so there's some kind of message coming up there. (laughs) That's weird. What what are the odds? Right? Yep. We're on a New York station. (laughs) Think about it. Really weird. Well, that 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 would be good. I'd see my best friend again. So, does that no? I totally appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate all the time you spent with me, and uh, yeah, and finding the purpose. That's that's a good goal for everybody. Yes, yes, absolutely. But especially you. Um, some of people are definitely more. Um, I mean, I guess everybody's here to do something to learn their lesson. But for you, it's. It seems to be a lot more so. So it's sort of like the teacher at the room versus the students. I mean, one is obviously up till that point spent more time working on a certain subject. And in this case, it's like you're the teacher with more knowledge, but you're also going on to get a greater education. So whereas, you know, who knows what they're going to be doing with it once they come out of the classroom. But for you, it's definitely a very strong driving force and a definitely a very strong uh, life factor. All right. Well, thank you, Al. Thanks, Nicole. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Did you want? Did you have questions about the work thing? Did you have questions about work? Well, you said that uh, just to stay within, you know, within a working environment. So with my yes. job, I could probably go anywhere, and actually, Surrey would be one of those places where I could go. Um, mm-hmm and still sort of maintain what job I have now. Right. Yeah. So I, I so would I be staying with the same? Or... Say that again? It just interrupted. Would, would I stay with the same organization or just stay with the same job? Get one moment here. It seems more like you'd be wanting a fresh start. It doesn't seem like that would be something that would be beneficial for you to be holding on to um, much longer. Um, Victoria is. Um, there's a lo- I mean, it's really amazing. Um, we do have, like, a good um, – we've got a really co- lot of cool stuff out here. Like, there's definitely a lot of spiritual people here, and we're close to Vancouver, of course. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely a community um, here. But I do find, like, Victoria tends to sort of – um, the energies are easier to feel over there. And the same thing with like going north of the border, um, the Vancouver, Seattle area, same sort of thing where you have this like sort of vibe of more openness and those sorts of things. And it seems like you could find something. Hold on here. So even though Victoria seems like, you know, a lot smaller, it does seem like there's more of an openness and it seems like you're going to be able to find a niche there. A lot easier than you would um, in in Surrey. Surrey is kind of limited. I know they're really selling it right now. Like, hey, you know, everybody's coming to Surrey, and they said that about New West. And New West was, I mean, really horrible. But anyway, you know, <laughs> tourism, tourism dollars. Okay, um, but yeah. So basically, like, 
anything you're doing, it's a really good chance to sort of like reinvent yourself or even if you're not reinventing yourself, sort of taking those things to the next level. And because you're doing it in a new environment, nobody has anything as an old reference to hold on to you um, to sort of like hold you in their little box for. So you can really go to Victoria and just basically do whatever you want. And you can just like live that um, from who you are now. And that does seem to be um, part of the point of shifting purposes sometimes is that you're going to be showing up in your new flavors and also sometimes the different flavors that would be more appropriate for you to express in different areas. So it's almost like you're going to be a completely different, well, not completely different, but you're going to be a different person in the different areas that you're choosing to go into, to live into, so much so that It'll be like one city, yeah, I know Jennifer. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's like this and da-da-da-da-da. And the other person will be like, oh, no, no, it can't be the same Jennifer. You know, the same name must be a mistake, you know, or it's just a coincidence. It's obviously not going to be the same Jennifer, but it's going to be the same person. It's still going to be you. It's just um, what you're supposed to be giving in the different environments and the openness um, of, you know, the island or, you know, more towards Seattle once you're across the border is going to be more so than you're going to get in the middle of the country by by a long shot. So um, you can really, you know, decide what flavors you want to play with or, you know, just follow, I'm getting, no, letter follower purpose. Okay, so going back to following your purpose and doing that and seeing what flavors show up for you in different areas, it's really a fun, creative adventure and a very fun and creative life path that you've basically designed for yourself, which is really amazing. Ooh, that's exciting. Now I'm excited, Al. Thanks. I was on on the okay. couch before, but now I'm all excited. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and we don't even have the rain yet, so if you want to, like, you know, come out here and, and check things out, it's a great time of year to do it. Our flesh hasn't Ooh. hit yet. Well, that Yeah, that's a great idea. I should go visit more recently than 20 years ago, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot ladies have a great day and great new year you're welcome thank you jennifer right, you too bye-bye you too <laughs> oh my god fun. that was funny and yet another map reminder <laughs> <laughs> i've been jumping in there this week I, I just i don't want to budge in but i was getting stuff so i thought oh i'll just text her and then you know i couldn't text fast enough and yeah anyway good job <laughs> no i'm glad I'm glad you came on because it was, yeah, it was a lot easier to, it was just easier to just jump in. And it's good too, because, you know, I didn't, I didn't even get those so much and you picked up on them. So that's really good because that seemed to be a lot better fit for her. So thank you. And that's how we work here. Right. On New Social. The weird triangulation thing between the three Surrey connections was super weird. So that told me where, that was how that call was supposed to go. There you go. Yes, exactly. And we've been talking about going over to the island for a visit. So I think this is late call time. Ooh, yes. I used to take the kids in the car. We'd show up to do reviews. <laughs> when I was a newspaper, we'd show up and go, yes, we'd like to review your food. <laughs> My eight-year-old <laughs> would be having the swan meringue going, well, it's a little, little dry. <laughs> it's not bad. Rides and you know the big boats versus the those 
little, you know, where you're just ready to get eaten by the whale as it pops up right in front of you on the water line. Those little zephyr boats or whatever they're called. Yeah, it was fun. Good yeah. times. Yeah. Yay! So that's awesome. Well, thank you, Nicole. I'll huh? leave you back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so after that, I don't know how mailbag's supposed to top this now. Okay. I know. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, boy. Okay. And we're going from that to dum, dum, dum. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, so the mailbag is very heavy. So I'm really glad we started with the light one because we're going very opposite energies. It is we heavy. have the... I noticed that, too. Oh. Sorry, I'm still here. You want to pick... <laughs> Okay, good. You you talk about this one because Dee in Vancouver, Washington wants to know if you see her daughter being returned safely and soon. Yeah, I wasn't even sure you were going to go in there because I know that uh, it's hard to get out of the sticky energies, but uh, we can tag team it today if you want. Yes, please, because I'm like, oh, boy. So you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Thanks. <laughs> um, Question is, well, I got actually because want... I, as I said, I don't usually send you the darker ones. So to me, yeah. that means on a subconscious level, I was picking up on light um, and that uh, seeing a positive outcome. Right. Otherwise, I don't okay. think I would have okay. sent it to you if I didn't. Okay. Good. Because yeah, because for people who are wondering, well, what's the question? So Dean Vancouver, <laughs> Washington, wanted to know. If we saw her daughter being returned safely and soon. Um, so um, thank you, Nicole, for that, for jumping in um, and doing that. Um, and it is, of course, really, you know, this idea of learning about <clears throat> this idea of like who we're hanging out with, um, you know, mm-hmm. who we're having in our lives, the impact of it. And it really does make a much bigger difference than people tend to think that it does, especially when they're hurting or, you know, just really needing somebody in their life and they're not making those distinctions because they just need company because as human beings, we're social creatures. Um, So we need that. Um, And it seems to be a lesson about that, you know, unfortunately put in one of like the most horrible ways that somebody could possibly ever imagine. Um, so thank you for Nicole I'm for helping to go more, in there. And actually, as you're talking, I'm feeling into it more, and it sounds like uh, not so much as being taken, but taken in by you know a bad crowd of people around emotional stuff that happened around holiday time, and kind of getting sucked in by it, and they will kind of smarten up and leave shortly that's that's the vibe i was getting as you were talking i was kind of going down the rabbit hole with you okay good okay good so yes and it looks like a positive and you know making those safer environments of course always a good thing and lessons will have been learned yay yay (laughs) i think this (laughs) is the only show we can have talk about that subject and go yay (laughs) Only us. <laughs> What's oh, next? I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, okay, well, how about this one then? We're going to do the hard ones because we have you on the air. So, Stacy in Boston. I, I know you sent them to me. Let's do the hard ones now. Um, are you able to pick up any messages from her dad the way the day after Christmas, Stacy in Boston? Mm.
this is not my forte. Uh, so I'm going to pass first baton over to you because I don't, I haven't participated in, you know, uh, on purpose mediumship. Um, just kind of right. flies in my, like everything. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. And you'll pick up things as I talk to you because we know that's yep. how it works. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so what, so what I'm getting, Stacy, is that basically um, your dad is, he's trying to basically um, sort of break himself away from the earth plane. And, um, and he's trying really hard to do that. And he's wanting you to understand that it's really, you know, not just okay to get on with your life. And I know that seems kind of maybe a little brutal considering it was just, you know, so close. Um, but he's really encouraging that he's not needing um, like this huge mourning period. He doesn't need you to be um, upset about it. He doesn't need you to, you know, really have a hard time over it or anything else. And that sounds kind of strange because that's not normally how the guilt tripping goes in North America. But in a lot of cultures, you know, when people are leaving, it's actually seen as a celebration. It's seen as this um, time to go off on the new adventure and he's really asking for the support for that. And not only is he asking for the support for that, but he's asking you to please um, cut ties so that he can have that lift off so that he can move on to his next great adventure in peace. Um, and it's something that he's actually really, really looking forward to. But of course, you know, we have those ties with our children. So anything that you're holding on to, um, unfortunately, kind of creates a sort of drag back now. I mean, you know, it's always easier to say that, you know, when you're speaking from the side of, you know, the person who's deceased and, and is wanting to move on than it is as a child to say, you know, and I do not say this flippantly, let's be very clear. I'm not like, hey, you know, like oh, your father, it's no big deal. Um, obviously, you know, you've got your own feelings and your own stuff to sort out with it. But whatever happiness you do have, he's, you know, he's just basically letting you know, like, it's, it's okay. Um, to have that release if there's any sort of factors that are saying like you know you need to feel worse about this or whatever else he's saying no he actually wants you to have a really great life he's asking you to be in touch with your happiness he's asking you to be in touch with your strengths your power your growth that's a big one because he's trying to have you understand like what more there is out there in the world and that's part of his message to you um, through being asked to be let go that there's just so much more out there than you can possibly imagine and you can sort of think of it as an invitation um, to sort of like go on that journey for yourself uh, without being burdened by other people's expectations. And Nicole, your turn. And you're right. You know, I, I, I go in the rabbit hole. You know, we think about this. I've been sitting there like a fly in the wall with intuitives for, you know, over two decades. That's exactly what I do. I go in there with you and then I'm picking up stuff while you're digging around. Um, and uh, here's what I got, just one little thing, but um, could be significant for years to come for them. And others listening, too, have gone through the same thing, is that uh, strong message of stop making a big deal about what time of year he left. And because it's going to be like, oh, every Christmas, it's like, oh, all the time, you know, but making so yeah. much attachment to this one particular made up day um, and letting that energy go because every day. And every passing is equally, you know, equivalent in that energy and that grief that needs to be processed. So that that's that one was coming through while while you were having your conversation. Yes. yes. And let's talk this about this a little bit. Like let's talk about like Stacey's um having this 
sort of like peer pressure or whatever it is that she's going through that says like we need to make, you know, we need to have this because there can be a lifetime of messages, right? Like you need to be more depressed than you are. You're you're not a good person mm-hmm. unless you're depressed. You're not taking this seriously unless you're being as depressed as I am, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with you. Um, and, and any side effects that those kinds of messages may have had on Stacey and how this all plays into it. What are you getting on that? Yeah, it goes well. It goes right along with that whole sort of guilt, um, the programming around holidays, right? I mean, you're supposed to yeah. be extra guilty and extra upset and extra depressed if something happened on a holiday. So that's in direct alignment, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, and just to be clear, like this is really coming from that place of like growth. And sometimes, you know, when we've heard those messages for so long, this is for Stacey and everybody who's you know, been in, in this, in that position, it's kind of like, it can sort of like feel mean when you're stuck in it and somebody is saying, you know, like, Hey, be happy. It's okay. Um, it can feel like for people who are in that position, like they don't feel gotten, but what we're doing is when you are in those moments where you do want to be happy, where those, where you are happy and other people don't seem to be supporting that. And you have the expectation to tank yourself into melancholy and you don't want to, this is the invitation to say, hey, guess what? You don't actually have to go there. It doesn't make you a better person. Um, it just tanks you for no good reason. And that tanking of each other with this guilt is part of the reason why we have so much pain and suffering on the planet. Because if we took all of that away instantaneously, we would have a lot more, we'd have a lot less melancholy. We'd have a lot less hardship emotionally, pretty much in an instant. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep you on for the rest of the show, Nicole. Okay. <laughs> keep it weird. All right, then. <laughs> yeah, well, keep it weird. It's like, well, okay. So, Nicole, at first it was like, okay, you know, we'll get onto the mailbag, and it's like, nope, firm, locked and loaded. Nicole, okay. So, there you go. There we go. Um, okay. So, Philip in the UK yep. would like to know if you see his son being accepted into the college he recently applied to. So you go first, and I'll follow you down <laughs> or up. Okay, <laughs> let's see. I'm hoping you're going to go first that one. Okay, let's see. Philip uh, in the UK. One moment here. One moment. If he wants to, but I'm getting, like, a lot of resistance. I think that um, mm. it would be really beneficial to have a conversation with your son about what it is that he actually wants to do. Um, because it looks like it, it almost looks like it's a no-go because there's just so much resistance to it. Um, if he wanted to get in, he could. Um, and I want to be clear about that. That's not like, okay, let's go and pressure your son into doing it because it's what you wanted him to be doing. It's about having that conversation with him because as parents, it's our job to support our children's path for whatever they want to do is. And I find sometimes it can be helpful to get a horoscope done of your child um, and then looking at it and seeing where where your child already has certain patterns and then encouraging them to do those things so that they can have a happier life because the last thing that you know you want him to do even though it seems really exciting is to go um, into college and then it's just something he doesn't enjoy he's got a lot of resistance he's not participating it's miserable and that's a very very expensive financial miserable decision to sort of have to make. Whereas if you help to do his interests, um, it seems like he'd get in there absolutely no problem and he would have a much happier time to go 
And it could be money well worth spent to have your son actually be really happy and to have this be a really great experience as opposed to pushing him into something that he doesn't want to go into and it's just, you know, expensive misery. And Nicole. Okay, so once you started going in, I just saw two things in front. Well, when the guy, the student, uh, the young, the son, standing in yeah. front of the door, the door was closed, and he could open it if he wanted to, but it was closed because he wanted it closed. And then he turned around, and it was just like literally a red brick wall. So I think talking to his dad has been like talking to a brick wall. <laughs> so I think that's what's going okay. on. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, oh, sorry. So, talking to the son or talking to the father has been like a brick wall? The son talking to the father about what he actually wants to do has been talking like talking to a brick wall. Oh, right. Okay, thank you. Okay, that's a good distinction to make. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and I think the nice thing about the horoscope is it's kind of, it's kind of like a bit removed because, you know, it's very hard uh, for anybody to, even if you think like you know them, um, it seems it can be kind of, it can feel like it's hard to support them because like, well, what if they actually know what they're doing? You know, what if it's just an idea? What if, you know, it doesn't actually follow through? What if this isn't actually, you know, who they actually are? They're just saying things. And the nice thing about horoscopes are, you know, it's completely removed. It's just something you're do- downloading on the internet and you'll find parts that actually match up to what your son wants to do. And it's not you just having to trust your son's word. Um, although it does seem like your son knows more than maybe you're giving him credit for, um, but it's also taking somebody else's word for it so that you can look and start to make the pieces together um, from your own mind. You can start to see and you can see from a place that's um, not so directly linked to your son. And that can, you know, when we have sort of like that outside opinion, it can be a lot easier to um, support our children because then we're just not having to trust that they know what we're doing or that they, that we know what they're that they're that we know that they know what they're doing um, you know and especially when it's hard and we haven't moved out of that place of like this is my child I know what's better for them um, and accepting them as an adult and Nicole do you have anything else that was my two dramatic bits to uh, <laughs> pop in there <laughs> Very strong okay. visual, and let's, Definite door, definite yeah. clues, and definite brick wall. Very red. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting any further budging than that. Yeah. Um, uh, that says it all. Oh, there's a thing about that. Yeah, what is it? B- bang your hand, head against the brick wall? Is that what the saying is? Okay, mm. so we have here um, Nancy in Vancouver. And she wants a general reading from Spirit about what's in store for her this year. So, Nicole, you go first. No, I'm following you in. I, I pick stuff up as you go in. I can literally feel you as okay. you go in. And I think that's okay, why this fine. happened today. So let's do it that way. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. Um, and also, when you write Vancouver, please tell me, like, what province or state, please. Um, that's helpful for Vancouver because we have a couple of Vancouvers out here. Uh, one moment here, Nancy in Vancouver. I think there's a few around. Okay, so it seems like there's things from the past, and this is not just you. It seems to be a very common theme right now, that things from the past are going to be catching up Um So part of it is, you know, the ability to say no and decide, you know, what we want, but also making sure that when we're going on the next 
phases of our path that we are choosing to use um, more serving behaviors. You know, it's not just about saying no to things that we don't want, but it's like, where is the growth? What does that look like? Um, and that's, that helps with course correction, but it also helps with um, how we interpret the world and what we're putting out there in the world. So, because basically, Nancy, honey, what I'm getting is, um, you know, you're still kind of holding on to some of the attitudes from the past, and some of those attitudes aren't necessarily serving you. Um, and, of course, you know, like, while you can maybe stop some of, like, the big things coming in, um, part of the learning the lesson sometimes is doing an absolute about face, like an absolute switch from, like, one end of the spectrum to the other. And sometimes, you know, the ego likes to say, like, yes, yes, we're there. Um, but whenever we have, like, those attitudes of, you know, self-importance, you know, um, like, no, it's not them, or it's not me, it's them, obviously, you know, those sorts of things, um, not exactly quite what you're doing, but those sorts of attitudes as you're moving forward, um, you know, you, it's it's like you can't avoid paying the piper, so to speak, forever, and there are comic karmic implications that do come with that um and you know while you're very good at saying no eventually that does start to get wearing because you need something else in your life other than just saying no to bad energies so um you just like i think all of us if not almost all of us um at this point in time are really being called to do the growth work um, you know, to be honest, what attitudes we're putting out there, not twisting things around to see, make it seem like we're more important than other people. Um, and that can be a hard thing for the ego to digest, but it also seems like that's part of the thing that you're being asked to work on right now um, is to, you know, understand like when things hurt, um, you know, sitting with that, not like drowning in it, but sort of like sitting in it and saying like, well, if we understand that that behavior coming in hurts, that's why we avoid doing it to other people. Um, and so all these things are sort of being called in, in place of your growth work, including, this is a very huge one, probably the biggest one, is to look at what you're putting out there in the world as a result of your thought patterns and how, how you're behaving will keep recreating the same scenarios, even if they're not quite as bad as they used to be. Um, looking at that impact, um, there was one other thing in there. Hold on here. It slipped my mind. I can't get the last piece. Nicole. So as soon as you got in there, uh, had another visual. So um, I'm getting the same kind of message that she's not in her own driver's seat. I literally saw her in the back seat, their feet up, filing her nails, and just having some random Uber driver uh, run the show and not doing her work. So, um you know, very much in alignment with what you said. Yeah. And, you know, and it's good to, you know, and yeah, again, like the, like going with the Uber driver, I mean, you don't want to be taken, you know, astray because, you know, somebody's got some like nefarious scheming and there's not really any sort of getting out of doing the work. And sometimes people don't want to do the work because they think it's going to be too much work, but it's actually a lot harder to not do your work than it is to do your work in the yeah. long run. And that can seem counterintuitive, but it's true. And this is why so many people who are on stage, you know, I do this on the show a lot, which is you got to do your work. You got to do your work. You got to do your work. And the reason that we do that is not just because you got to do your work. Um, 
but also because of the benefits, but also because that is part of what creates more ease in your life. I mean, it's a lot harder to, you know, get dropped off in the 20 miles in the middle of nowhere and have to, you know, walk back to the city than it is just to drive your own car, as Nicole said. So thank you so much, Nancy, and hope that was helpful. And let's see here. We have, Nicole, do you have anything left to say before we get into the next one? Uh, No, I just am getting these flash images. I love that. That makes it concise and fun, reached and to the point. I'm just checking to see how much time we do have. Nine minutes to the top. What's next? Yes. Okay, so we have Wendy in Chicago, and she wants a general reading from Spirit about what's in store for her this year. So one moment, Wendy in Chicago. So again, it's sort of like um, disconnecting self from like past experiences and past choices, um, but also understanding what the point of it was and what the lessons are. And I really want to be clear because sometimes when I see people stuck in the past, they can sometimes think that the solution is that they need to sort of let themselves get dragged back down by um, expectations of like, for example, you know, too much codependency, you know, too much negativity, somebody not doing it. So they should be able to take a chunk out of you because you've done it. Um, And so sometimes I can see people who have those issues, you know, get still taken down by the past a lot and too much. But it's also, again, about what it is that we're creating as we're going out there. Um, Because it seems like it's going to be um, a really good year to, for you to go back into the thick of things. And I don't say that in a positive. Um, it seems like it could be a very challenging year ahead um, if you're not looking at what your contribution to your own life is. If you, This would be a really excellent time to go get help, um, whether it's coaching, whether it's, you know, um, Trauma therapy would be another good one, self-development courses. Um, I would suggest, really, really, really suggest that you get one-on-one time with somebody that does this professionally so that you can make those breakthroughs um, because you need somebody who's going to be able to take a closer look at your patterns. Sometimes that can be scary. I'm I'm getting, you know, the arms folded in the like, it's not my fault kind of attitude. Um, But here's the thing, you know, I know that idea goes around, but it usually goes around in circles where there's a lot of pain and suffering and people don't want to take responsibility for themselves, but there's a really, really strong, huge um, direct link for when people don't think they're responsible for their own actions or anything they've contributed to their own life, there's going to be a very direct link between that and a lot of pain and suffering emotionally on this planet. Again, the ease comes when we understand what is our responsibility because it's always, 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 always easier to be the person that just replaces the coffee pot at the office if you took the last one than it is to be the person who doesn't replace it and then is getting dirty looks from the coworkers and is glaring them down and trying to get everybody else in the office against, you know, the boss because the boss reprimanded them and, you know, and now they're going to, you know, hate them forever or whatever. You know, all those sorts of things just make it a lot more hard emotionally. And what if those things don't pay off? You know, so obviously replacing does not mean that everybody in the office is going to do their best friend instantaneously. Um, But it does mean that we stop at least blowing situations where at least people are willing to give us a chance. And from there we grow. So it's always easier to look at what we need to do because that's something you can control 
than it is to not look at those things and then be feeling like you're at the mercy of your environment, so to speak, but it's actually what you're creating through your actions. And Nicole. So it'd be interesting <clears throat> to see what you get on this, Elle. Um, as you started going in, I was seeing, uh, you know, those uh, things they put on horses so they can't see to the side, so they only focus on the front. I, I felt like she had these blinders, that's what they're called, and um, yes. was only focused on like, looking at one thing ahead, and it was something to do with the major loss, like grief, um, that was mm. taking her focus. So I'm curious if you feel anything on that, if that is coming up for you, too. Let's see here. Yep, that definitely puts it back to, to behind. Absolutely. That is definitely a past thing. Um, and again, then we, so if we're looking at grief, let's see here, hold on. So when we're looking at grief, um, again, it's important to understand that not it, North America tends to be a little off that way in, in, in terms of dealing with grief. I mean, it tends mm. to be a lot of guilt tripping, a lot of manipulations, the whole nine yards. And it's just a natural part of life, especially if you are, you know, ever being called to feel more grief for somebody um, because they're having an experience and they're over-exaggerating it, that's not healthy for you to have to, you know, go into that um, level of grief because it's not your grief just because somebody demands it. It's when they start demanding that, that's a good sign that somebody else is out of balance um, and it doesn't make sense for you to accommodate that. Um, so, you know, grief, I mean, you have, you know, whatever grief you have, but it's also not up to anybody else to... Um, sort of have to make that up to you it's about like yes this is grief this is how I feel um but understanding like you're still responsible for your life and what it is that you have to do and you're still responsible for who you're choosing um to be around in terms of you know who you're looking to get sympathy from because sometimes you know you can the universe has this interesting little way where if we're not looking at our responsibility for how we're handling things, even in grief, um, you can sometimes get people who will, as a really bizarre sort of side effect, they'll go to sort of like the worst person possible or the worst pe people possible that are going to be very toxic um, and try to get, you know, support and like poor baby from them and then end up in really deep hot water over an issue that they didn't need to go into hot water over just because they were trying to, um, get more pampered. So if you do have grief things, and this is not to diminish grief in any way, but if you, whatever level you actually have grief, it's important to stick to the actual level of it, not go down more into. And then whatever level you do have grief, that is the important thing to go and work on. Um, and then that we can start to dissolve a lot more things than you think. And again, you know, you're still going to have to have talks about, you know, appropriate resources to go and get, you know, friendship from, healing from, sympathy from, compassion, a hug, et cetera. Those would still be good things for you to work on, but it can definitely change um, some of the scenarios at least a little bit, um, and hopefully in terms of who you're asking for help. And Nicole, do you have anything left to say on that? No, I think that was from my end of it. The main thing was, get coaching, get help with the grief because you're focused on that and you can't be driving your boat where you want to go, you know, if you're always okay. just literally got the blinders on. So that was my two cents on that one. 
And we, oh my gosh, okay. one minute to the top. That went so fast. One minute to the up to the hour. So yes, wow. it did. And so we're we're at um, the selling point. So Nicole, go ahead, sell me. You go first. <laughs> the what? Why should people work with me as a coach? <laughs> okay. Well, L is direct. <laughs> And she's not talking about putting me on the spot the entire show. You know what? We're just trying to get out of it. That's what you're doing. You're trying to get out of the shameless self-promotion. Everyone, I'll tell you, people listening, I make them do it because they all think they suck at it. (laughs) And they all feel uncomfortable. But you know what? They're all here to serve you. And the only way that they can do that is by speaking their truth and sharing with you what their special bit is and why they can help you with whatever their area is. So, L, back to you. <laughs> self-promotion. Nice try. <laughs> it was worth a shot. And there you go. And that's my unsolved stuff. I have to learn how to do this, my elevator talk. So, basically, <laughs> you want to come talk to me and do the coaching is because I actually do get a lot of this stuff. And that's why Nicole has me on the show every single week for oh, – oh my gosh, for a long, long time, and then it was every two weeks before that. So we've been at this for, I think this is our 11th year, Nicole. So yay, 11, our magic mm. number. And you're on the show with me to celebrate our coming into our 11th year. Woohoo! Or just into it. Yay! <laughs> um, so fun. basically, yes. And so basically, by coming to work with me, you are going to get answers. Um, and again, you know, when we're working one-on-one, you may have noticed when the callers call in, I'm still direct, but sometimes a little bit gentler. Um, so you don't have to worry about that, but we can really get to the heart of things. And the nice thing is about working with somebody direct for those of you that enjoy that, it's a lot easier to get answers, um, provided you can deal with them, of course, provided you're willing to look at the stuff. It is a lot easier to get the answers than have somebody give you a song and dance and run your rounds. And that's part of the reason I'm direct is because I had way too much of that in my life. And I'm like, just give me the answer. What is it? Um, and then we can work with it from there. So thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Nicole, our host, our founder, and our guest star for this hour. And we will talk to you all in one week. So thank you, everybody. 3 p.m. PST, New York and Chicago. You can listen to us in your rush hour. You can call in on the rush hour, um, provided you have your hands free. And everybody else around the world, I love you. You can go to my website. That's enlightenmentinthecity.com. And we'd love to hear have you back. And I would love to hear from you in person as well. So thank you so much, everybody. I love you. Take care of yourself. And thank you, Nicole. And bye-bye. And those all linked up at newsforthesoul.com. We're back with more right after this. News for the Soul begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com.